Hello there and welcome to the Hosts of Westworld, a fan-critical podcast. Uh, today we're covering episode 3, titled The Absence of Field. Uh, once again, I'm joined by... Mm. What are you laughing at? Are you laughing oh, it's at? just the, the title of the yeah. episode. Weird title. It's a weird, yeah. weird title. Yeah, well, it is a weird title, but you know, you've crashed my intro, so cheers, Gaz. Soz, yeah. mate. Mm. All right, I'm here. Doing? This is Gaz. Hello. Yeah. yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I mean, I was all right until you ruined my fucking intro. Um, <laughs> we have got the other minute man here. So, uh, hello, Len. Hello. How how is everyone doing in uh, ISO isolation? Mate, can you fucking cheer up, honestly? I'm isolated, mate. I'm isolated. We all are. It's tough. You know, it's tough for everyone. Look, unless yes. you're in fucking Sweden or yes. Belarus, right? You're stuck indoors, all right? Simple. Mm. Um, True. Gonna, True. I'm going to ask you a question before we begin this uh, this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'll start with you, Len. Yeah. Uh, what's the most productive thing you've achieved since we last spoke? Productive? Yes. Wow, that is... Yeah, good luck answering that. You can't say Call of Duty. Well, Gaz... You had a shower. Yeah, because Call of Duty... You had a shower the other day, didn't you? I had a shower. I showered today. Uh, Call of Duty, I've been playing a lot of that, but I think, um, I had, I got, I went and got... Well, like just before the shops closed here, I had to go get a little hammock. It's not a little hammock. It's actually a massive hammock uh, bed for my dog because uh, she's a great day and puppy mm, yep. and she's growing very fast uh, and she can't uh, sleep on our hard floors because of the joints. So I went and got that hammock and put that together and it's uh, sitting now and taking up the whole of my front I mean- room. So who that's buys, probably the most productive thing. Who buys thing. a fucking hammock for a dog? Like, they just sleep on what, cushions and stuff. Nah. They've got bad joints, mate. They need to be elevated off the floor. They a lot of uh, research done on this. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. This is what uh, happens. Day with you, yeah. This is this is what happens when human beings get involved in evolution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mental. <laughs> yeah. We. Yeah, we we fuck up evolution horribly. It's like mm. it's like little yeah. French bulldogs that can't breathe properly. <laughs> Why yeah. have we made that? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, talking yeah, about point. little French bulldogs that can't breathe properly, how are you, Gaz? What What's the most productive thing that you've <laughs> done in the last uh, last week? <laughs> nah, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this because I've I've actually been so productive. Um, I've completed an essay for uh, my my master's degree that I'm doing. I've marked an entire class worth of work. That's your job. And that's your job. Yeah, so it's my job. Count. So he's still working. And moved into a house. So I'm putting together rubbing bookshelves. It rubbing it in. Bookshelves and uh and and wardrobes and chests of drawers. So I've been super productive this week, that's mate. Good. Very good. Yeah. How about you? I mean, can I can I just say before you answer that, <laughs> just remember you you did tell me what you had for dinner last night. Mm. So be honest about how productive your week's been. Yeah, I mean, not very. I've um I think I've researched every single company that delivers beer within London. Um, and the <laughs> yeah. one that I decided to spend money with is now eight days late with the delivery. So that's good. Um, oh, no. But I did find a uh, an Aussie corner shop uh, in Canary Wharf near to where I live um, and spent £20 on some Tim Tams, yeah. some shapes and uh, and some twisties. So, <laughs> yeah. That was good. Very good. Um, And also, I've started having ice cream sundaes instead of actual dinner. So, 
That's, uh, <laughs> that's what I go. do now. It's all it's all fun at the McCann household. Yeah, we're having a laugh, <laughs> having a white laugh. Honestly, yeah. Why don't you bring your ice bring your ice cream sundays over to mine, and we'll you know chill on the hammock <laughs> with the dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be a euphemism. I'd come along, yeah. but I've yeah. got to put yeah. together another shelf. Mm. Anyway. That's not a euphemism. That's good. Anyway. Well, look, Gaz, other than, you yeah. know, putting shelves together, can you also explain what the blueberry system is and give us your score of this week's episode? I sure can, mate. Um, the blueberry system uh, is our, our system of rating all media that we consume. Um, so you can have zero blueberries at the very bottom and five blueberries at the very top for the the best of the best um one important rule no halves allowed uh so we have to we have to round up or down depending on where you're where you're leaning um this episode of uh, of westworld it was a, i have to say it was a massive relief after last week i was i was really <laughs> concerned and yep. I think I expressed that concern throughout the episode of our podcast uh, last week. Um, but this week was was a return to form for me. Um, I I loved being back in the the seriously cool future world that they've created. Mm. Um, whether it's whether it's reality or a simulation, I don't know. I wouldn't care to speculate just yet. Um, but I love it. I love it. I love all of their cities um, and, and and their vision of the future. It's excellent. Um, at the moment, there are some very good mysteries. And I think Westworld always has had mysteries, but sometimes they've been overly convoluted or uh, just sort of infuriating uh, rather than intriguing. These mysteries right now are, are intriguing me. Like I'm talking sort of who's Charlotte? Um, and is is Caleb a host? Uh, there's a couple of hints, I reckon, today in, in this episode that he mm. is, but yeah. um, we'll come to that, I'm sure. And the soundtrack as well. Stay out of my corner. Stay out of my <laughs> I'm corner. I'm staying out of <laughs> it. Out of Don't corner. worry, I'm not in it. I'm just looking at it. Um, at it. And the soundtrack <laughs> The soundtrack was, was excellent as well. Um, I, I'm going to give this four blueberries, which I think mm. is... Um, is a very good score, generally speaking. Um, I have oh, to say, yeah, out of five, I really yeah, like this episode. I really like this episode, and it was it was close to getting five. I really enjoyed myself watching it. Mm. Fair enough. Sorry, you caught me swigging a beer there. Um, oh, well timed. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there you go. Mm. I should have spluttered all over the mic. <laughs> Thank you, Gareth. Um, yeah, and then just the sound of me sucking alcohol out of this fucking mic—that'd be grim. Oh. Um, oh, chance be a fine Who's Mike? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't touch that. Anyway, so um, that's good. Oh, look, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Len, I'm going to shoot over to you. Um, I'm feeling like you're going to keep the positive vibes. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, a vast improvement on last week's episode, which... Are you with us uh, today? Because you don't really easy. sound like you're with us, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. It's a vast improvement. Last week's episode was terrible, like atrocious. And we said it was the worst episode of the show ever. Uh, and on reflection, I think that is true. I will say that this being back in Future World is just so much more fun and interesting. Like I get kicks out of seeing the little 
like touches that they put on the world, like the ambulances and and the police cars and all the cool tech that's going on. Um, <laughs> Caleb is by far the most interesting thing about the show at the moment. Mm. Uh, so let's double down on that. And I'm glad that this episode kind of did do that in in a way, but also sort of brought up a new idea within the show which is that of an identity crisis which is what whoever is inside charlotte is having Mm. um Mm. and i think that poses a new interesting uh dynamic and philosophical question for the show because i was getting a bit tired of the oh is it free will or is it a simulation kind of thing but now (laughs) we've got this interesting question which is what does it mean to be you know who you are and who is inside Charlotte, Charlotte Hale at the moment. We don't know. We don't know. In, in the theory corner, there's going to be uh, some theories I'm going to float to you guys. I have a theory. Uh, of course, that is now called Westworld Wanderings mm. or crazy many theories. Yep. Um, so I'm really excited about this storyline, actually. And I didn't realise, I mean, Tessa Thompson is a fantastic actress. So let's use her as much as we can. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, don't so think we're, interesting. I don't think we're making the show necessarily. Aren't we? No. Aren't we? But they, that that's, yeah. That's obviously what they've gone for. Like she's a fantastic actress. They need to get her in more of the show. I think this is a great way to explore her character and her as an actress. She's getting to play a really fun role here. Like mm. I just think it's, it's, a, it's a much needed, different beat for the show to have um, amongst this cool futuristic world and the addition of Caleb and even Dolores softening to have a more sympathetic approach to a human or what we who could be a human who knows mm. uh so for me it's a four blueberry episode cool lovely stuff yeah well, that's it good comes, it comes john to ruin the day yeah i'm grumpy john yeah all right fucking hell um yeah i mean <laughs> oh uh... my beer is late my beer is late and i eat ice cream every day for dinner i am grumpy yes oh, it was an ice cream sunday so i've got some class um so yeah uh yeah, I mean, I didn't enjoy it as much as you two. I've got to say, um, it was better than mm. it was better than last week. Um, I just have a massive issue with some of the things that they've set up in this episode, and I don't know whether or not it's me or not. Mm-hmm. But um, the problem with Westworld is you end up watching an episode, and particularly if you're doing a podcast on it, you're kind of trying to second guess everything. So I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah. okay, so they are everything they're doing with Caleb, the little brief scenes with his mum yeah. saying, you know, where's Cal? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're supposed to sit there and go, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she's she's obviously in hospital. She doesn't really know where she is. And, you know, she's schizophrenic and she's got amnesia or, um, sorry, Alzheimer's, should I say. And uh, so, yeah, she would say that. But actually, is that a clue is, as to the fact that this isn't really Caleb yeah. and... But then you're like, okay, but is that a misdirect? Because it seems too obvious yes. now with everything they've shown us. And I've got to be honest, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy that anymore. I just I just want to sit there and just mm. watch it and not have to think about literally yeah. every single thing that's yeah. happening. So mm. that I could think just this, be me, I think though. this season isn't... Is it, yeah. That could just be yeah, me. Yeah, I think this season is, for once, actually relinquished a bit of that. And although, yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. It's like, ooh, this could be this. There's a mystery box element to it again. Um, and it's it's less convoluted, though, like Gaz said. And it's more like, it, it's fine if it is and it's fine if it isn't. Correct. Kind of thing. Like, it's not integral to the actual... It doesn't feel to me like it's integral to the plot at the moment. It just feels to me like, it could be. And that, that might be nice to know. Um, but at the same time, you can just sit there and kind of enjoy it a bit. Mm. I'm, I'm, I mean. I'm with you, Len. And I think 
John, you've probably sort of foreshadowed what I'm about to say as well in that it, it's, I think it's, it's your perspective and it's the, it's the kind of how you're Hosting approaching the, the show. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because you are, you're overthinking it. Whereas like I'm going, oh yeah, that's an interesting hint as to, you know, th- that he probably is a host, but mm. oh, I bet maybe there's a chance that, that that's a, a double bluff. And then yeah. I, then I can let it go and it doesn't matter. And it's just a nice little bit of intrigue. And mm. you're right, because Westworld has got a history of annoying mysteries that drag on yeah. and, and yeah. mean nothing. Yeah. So I get where you're well, coming no, season from. Season one was good. Yeah. Se- season one was good. It's just season two was the bad one. Like, if you watch season one, it's exceptional season of television. Like, And the twist is so well earned, I feel. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, like, this is going in a direction where it's se- like... second season just went too much. Yeah. This is going in, in mm. a direction where it's like, oh, actually, Dolores, it's not Dolores, it's Ford. And you're like, what? When did that happen? Mm. Yeah, well, think. I'm like, I mm. don't want to. Um, and, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping like, it doesn't do that. Uh, and, yeah. But as I say, that, you know, that's, that might just be from my perspective. So, you know, I, I, look, I'll give the episode a free. Um, there there, oh, there yeah. are still yeah, things that I enjoyed about the episode. And um, look, again, there's little kind of uh nods to sci-fi films i mean that fucking big robot at the beginning is definitely a nod to fucking robocop love I mean, it jesus RoboCop. christ i mean it looks spot mm-hmm. on exactly the same so i love that um yeah but then you get other scenes where it's like well, why is there a fucking pedophile in this episode why does that matter like why does that have to happen yeah like literally 30 minutes mm. after meeting her son for the viewer to go, oh, actually, look, she's protected the sun from a paedophile that's come out of nowhere. That's mm. cheap, man. That's so cheap. Now, I expect that from mm. a, a shitty, low-budget fucking Channel 5 show or something. Not not this. It's it's lazy. It's so lazy. Mm. Fair enough. And when that happened, I was like, I mean, normally, yes, strangle the paedophile to death and everyone cheers. But come on. Yay. Needless. So anyway, so so that was that was that's my thoughts, and um, yeah, look, much better than last week. But again, I, I still think it's problematic, and um, uh, I am worried about where this season is going. But regardless, um, we're going to continue. <laughs> um, so I will run through uh, the key threads of of this episode, um, and then hand the reins over to Len and his Westworld wonderings. Um, but before that, before that excellent uh, little section, we're going to have a little advert break. For my kind, there was one place we were never allowed to go. One place we were never allowed to see. Your world. Hello there, yes, another advert section. Um, and if you listen to last week's advert, you're going to know that we're not pushing much, to be honest because we're all stuck in isolation. Um, But we do have another Patreon. So welcome, uh, Terry Terry Pitnick. Um, That's a mad name, that, I've got to say. That's a a great name. Yeah, no, do you know what? Uh, Terry, if you are listening, can you just let us know the origins of that surname? Because I'm I'm a big fan of that. So just drop us a message on Patreon. Yeah, big fan. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for your it's kind... Be... We've we, we got to call Terry The Blanket, surely. <laughs> okay. That's the nickname. <laughs> yeah. 
picnic okay. bl- picnic blanket. Slagging them off. But anyway, cheers, Terry. Um, bet you're delighted that you've Thank you, uh, Terry, very much. become a patron now. But there you go. Um, and look, if, a new nickname. Yeah, and if you want your surname picked to pieces by the Three Minute Men, then uh, go over to patreon.com forward slash fancritical and give us some dollary dues and, um, you know, we'll make you feel slightly uncomfortable about your fucking family history, I'd, <laughs> I'd assume. But um, you can also commission podcasts for us to do as well. Obviously, Beth uh, from last week, um, she wants us to cover World War Z. Um, and we will. Yeah, um, good film. I actually enjoy that film. Yeah, look, yep. I'm, I can't wait for the for the pod. Um, so yeah, that'll be coming mm-hmm. out soon. Um, but we we have an announcement. So obviously, you know, isolation is pretty dull, and we do understand that not every single person can donate to us, and that's fine in a way. You know, I'm not bitter about it. It's just it is what it is. But. Um, Obviously, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get access to cast episodes. So as a as a little treat, because the world is feeling slightly down, uh, and rightfully so, to be honest, um, we thought we'd release uh, a couple of our cast episodes that have been exclusive to, to Patreon um, on the Fan Critical channel. So, uh, you know, depending on, you know, what Len decides he wants to release on the Fan Critical channel, um, you know, look out for it. Uh, that'll be fun. Hopefully, we will do the yeah, just the occasional one that we will, uh, you know, float out there to uh, the Fan Critical channel. And if you like what you hear, uh, then obviously, as John said, um, sign up to the Patreon. Uh, but it's also there just to give you guys a bit of extra content uh, when we can't produce uh, any content covering <laughs> films, these, for example, in these sad times. But also for anybody who is a Patreon member, we mm. will have some new cast new episodes new coming, coming just for you. Yeah. Um, so you know, Big time. So, yeah, we're going to record Swings one straight after this. So yeah, we're going to do um, a cast it on the film Swings and Roundabouts, um, an obscure student film. So you know that'd be good, wouldn't it? Something you never heard of. We're going to recast that. Mm. Um, but we have mentioned the fan critical channel, um, and again, you know, over two hundred podcasts, probably approaching three hundred at this point. Um, so go and have a listen to the. The early ramblings of uh, of us, and look, I'm slightly more drunk and annoying, uh, and Gaz is his mic is even worse than it is now. So you know, if you like, oh, yeah, terrible boy. If you like all that, if you like terrible sound quality, go and listen to that. Go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, get Retro, over it. A great time. Yeah, retro nostalgia, yeah. vintage. But um, yeah, we've got nothing else to plug other than that. So. Let's get on with the yep. rest of the pod. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Welcome to my world, Maeve. What do you want from me, then? Dolores. I want you to track her down and kill her. Okay, so um, we get a cold open again. Like, I mean, is that just the thing of, of Westworld this season? What's going on there? Yeah, I think they're just doing that every week, it seems like, before titles, pre-titles, yeah. It's annoying me in a way. Um, it's annoying you, is it? You feel like it should be a special sort of reserved thing. Yeah, because it, like, it, you know, it's just, don't do it every week. Like, it should be a special thing. Mm. Game of Thrones it, man. Because mm. I'm just sitting there going, all right, get rid of this mm. crappy story that I've no interest in. I want to hear the fucking intro, the cool intro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, so it's a flashback and we've got human Charlotte Hale. And she's recording a message for Nathan. 
um, who we later find out is her son. So amidst the chaos of uh, the slaughter at Westworld, um, we skip forward uh, and Dolores is uh, is sitting with the host, Charlotte Hale. Um, she basically tells mm-hmm. her to play a role. Uh, we see four balls on the table. Um, one that we know ends up being Bignard. Um, Bignard. Yeah. But naturally, you know, a lot of a lot of the debate now is which which of the balls has gone into into Charlotte, um, and that wasn't supposed to be crude, yeah. but you know, no, it is what it is. No. So it feels no. like we should start a little debate here about who who's in Charlotte. Oh yeah, I mean, you could do that, but you're just shitting all over my corner. So it's up to you, mate. You, <laughs> all right, well, Len, you, you, you don't say anything because you might have the actual answers. Oh, for um, Gaz, who, who's who's in Charlotte? Do you know? Do you know who I thought was in Charlotte? And I, I'm actually I'm getting this from. Um, if you say Reddit, then you're shitting on the corner. So stay yeah. no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting this from like I'm getting this from the acting um, that is taking place. Oh, and I think that. that she's acting a lot like. Um, uh, fuck, what's her name? Um, the Prostitute from season one. Clementine. 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 She's acting like Clementine. And um, just sort of the way that she's talking and some of her facial expressions um, are reminding me a lot of Clementine. And I... The tear running down one eye is very Clementine. Um, Seems like the obvious one, doesn't it? That's my my shout, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, I I can promise you I did not read Reddit then. I thought I'd stay away leave that to you well yeah look before mm. you know we, we won't ask len because he'll get annoyed and he'll want to talk about it in his westworld wonderings but um clementine seems to be the obvious one um you know about a year and a half ago i predicted that teddy would be <laughs> charlotte and we'd have like a, a lesbian thing going on doesn't seem like that's going to happen um mm. obviously because teddy is, is definitely Sad. caleb teddy's definitely caleb but anyway so you know, talk about Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Just saying, just saying. Anyway, so uh, we're at Delos. Um, and this is where we see the very cool kind of Robocop style yeah. giant robot killing machine. Ed 209. What was it called? Ed 209. Ed 209. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed 209 yeah. is the one from Robocop. From Robocop, yeah. 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 Uh, which is one of my most favourite films <laughs> most ever. Favorite. Terrible sentence. Most um, favourite. I- <laughs> most favouritist <laughs> robot. Mostest favouritest, but Len, film. you uh, uh, is, you pointed this out when yeah. we did our preview pod. You you pointed yeah. out the uh, yeah uh, the Ed from Robocop um, being in that in the mm-hmm. uh, in the trailer, which is cool. Yeah, funniest yeah, I robot. Love, I love like robots <laughs> like this, just sort of like mech robots. They've also seeded into this conversation um, that there are three hundred of these robots mm. designed uh, as riot models, which are designed to obviously stop a event like the park situation happening again yeah. by sending these big, big boys in there. Um, what I will say is this was shot in Spain, this, uh, Delos headquarters building, and it is stunning. Is it, uh, is it Bill Bow? I, I'm not a hundred percent. I can't remember, but I remember seeing the behind the scenes and they were saying that they chose this location. It's like the Institute of Science or something in Spain and it is beautiful uh, and it looks incredible. Mm. Um, I love the architecture in this season and I'm sure Gareth does as well Mm. and some of the buildings that we're seeing and the construction of the future. Oh my God. Some of the the vertical gardens. 
Mm. Incredible. Yeah. It's a, yeah, amazing realism uh, in, uh, of realisation, sorry, of what the future could look like and should look like, mm. you know, this urban growth that uh, hopefully will happen. Yeah. Parks, you know, going vertical, not just horizontally. Spot on. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I love it. Good. That was all I have to say about it. Yeah, no, no, um, that's great. That's great good. opening. You know, well done, Bill Bell. Billy, Billy Bell. William Bell. That's good. Very good. Mm. Um, we then find out that uh, a mystery person... Um, who ends up being Serac, uh, has been buying up mm-hmm. Delos shares. Um, so preventing a takeover from them and pretty much just buying them out. Mm-hmm. Um, Hostile takeover, yeah. 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 And then we get a weird little scene of Charlotte kind of s- slicing her own arm open um, as some freaked yes. out pregnant woman who's just standing there going, you're right. You're right there, mate. You, just, you right, sort mate. of sliced your arm open. That's, bad. That's a bad cut as well. There's blood everywhere. Mm. Um, and she sort of wanders off. But just a bizarre scene, isn't it? Yeah. I felt what's bizarre about this scene, it, 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 this interaction is like, of course she's not going to be all right. You've just told her the company's being, you know, subject to a hostile takeover. Mm. She's not going to be like, oh, you're right, Charlotte. <laughs> no, I'm not. How you doing? You're all right. fuck's sake. That is mental. <laughs> uh, if anyone watches Succession, and uh, if you don't watch Succession, you should stop what you're doing oh, uh, and right. watch it. Because it is see you later, then. one of the best shows. Yeah, <laughs> one of the best shows of the last couple of years. It's a HBO show, and if you want to learn more about hostile takeovers, go check that. Show. <laughs> okay. Um, also, on the point of um, there being three hundred of those giant killing robot machines, mm-hmm. um, that number mm-hmm. is that reference to the Spartans? Are we going to get like a some cool last stand? Yeah, but maybe. instead of it being some tiny little. Spartan warriors is going to be some gigantic robot machines. This is future San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. I, we de- we definitely know from the trailers that these riot robots get used, um, <laughs> smashing through walls of the Delos headquarters. What we believe it, it, to be the Delos headquarters, anyway. So uh, keep stay tuned because they are definitely going to be heavily involved later this season. I wonder if there's any like weird kind of millionaires that turn up to this place and they're like car that giant robot is gorgeous can I stick my willy in that instead and you're like no man fuck the hosts definitely not yeah too big definitely not yeah. could happen anyway so um so the next bit uh I loved to be honest um so we're back with Caleb and Dolores um, and they get into mm-hmm. get into an ambulance, which we quickly find out uh, via the Rico app has become a target. So Q Caleb stalling the hitmen, uh, who then decide to gun down. I mean, the least threatening people in the scenario. Um, yeah, before uh, both getting killed by Dolores, um, one of which you know she shoots in the back as he's running off, uh, which Caleb's a bit like, whoa, 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 what the fuck. Very Teddy reaction from him. Um, she then uh, she then leaves, uh, telling Caleb uh, he wants nothing to do with this. Definitely manipulating him because it's Teddy. Um, thoughts? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, this is a cool scene for several reasons. Uh, just the use of the amb- I thought the ambulance looked incredible. You loved it, um, didn't you? My girlfriend's a paramedic, yeah. so she was actually 
she was actually watching watching this episode. She's watched the show, but she was just looked up and goes, "What's that? An ambulance?" I was like, "Yeah, ambulance of the future." That's uh, that's her one it. of her her many talents. Uh, Len's girlfriend. She can recognise ambulances from any period of time, <laughs> any period of time, any period of time, including the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she loved it, um, and then I just I just thought it was a cool little scene. Uh, I like Caleb and Dolores' interactions already. I think they have an amazing chemistry on screen, and it's something that I honestly feel that Teddy and Dolores didn't have. And I know you love Teddy. Ooh, what you think they've got a better chemistry than fucking James Marsden? And um... no, I just, I just, I just feel there's no, you don't feel something. And this is going to sound cheesy. More real about this one um, oh, because obviously, is you know. <laughs> I I I just think that there's great. I see great potential in this. Hey. Teddy for me was always a side character to Dolores. Like he was something holding her back. Whereas it feels like Caleb is something that can help her go forwards and propel the story in a way. Oh, I um, can't. I, like I can't I like wait. So, I can't wait to hear your reaction when it turns out Caleb is is Teddy. That'll be fucking great. Yeah. Um, Gaz, that'll crack me. Yeah. Up. Gaz, thoughts on this scene. Yeah, I, I liked it. I did think the um, I, th- I thought the deaths of the paramedics were a bit unnecessary. I don't know how you mm. felt about that, Len. Yeah, I was I was yeah. going to ask. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, mm. Um, like let them go. Don't worry about it. And I, I yeah, it was mental. I, I suppose the big question from that though is obviously they didn't they didn't shoot Dolores straight away. Uh, are they looking to kind of bring her in? Is that was that the mm. aim? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. She needs to be captured. Yeah, yeah. I think that is one hundred percent the aim. So that that's kind of intriguing as well. Like, what are they wanting to do with her when they capture her? Um, Give her to Serac. Simple as that. But Serac. But then you say that. But Serac wants her dead. Um, so I don't know. No, he, nah, he, nah, he'll, nah, nah. Yeah, he'll want to meet with her, mm. guaranteed. Um, but no, it was cool. It was very cool. I, I agree. So, cool little scene of the future again, and um, and I'm just. I'm loving Caleb. Yeah. Well, look, you know, we've always loved him through seasons one to, to three. Anyway, so uh, yeah. back with Charlotte, um, we find out she has a son. So, you know, I mean, I'm going to skip the needless scene with her ex because that was far too long and pointless, mm, to be stupid. honest. Yeah. Just like, just have a voicemail message going, look, I've picked our son up. This is the second time you've not picked him up. What's going on? Fine. What you don't need is this sexiness. Nonsense. What 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 I will say, if we can pause on this moment for a moment, this is why it's a four blueberry episode for me, is this sort of thing. Mm. It dragged a bit, didn't it? Yes. Um Yeah. And like you say, just unnecessary. Unnecessary. Mm. Um, but 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 this is the thing though, and and this is why actually it's a it's a free bloob from me because I think the son dynamic is is good because that that's clearly going to complicate the scenario for her, and I'm not sure Dolores would have seen that coming, um, and that would definitely play into you know how this this host Charlotte, um kind of enacts her plan throughout this season. You feel like she's she's almost like a Maeve in a way where the child kind of fucks everything up. Um Yeah. But uh Yeah. But every scene after this, like I I just hated. 
um, it, you know, including the killing of some bizarre fucking child predator. But I mean, mm. the the song, like some of the fucking hell, some of the scripts, like, oh, you know, that's that's not how you tuck me in. So like, all right, mate, do you just want to turn around and go, you're a robot? Like, what's going on here? Like, fucking hell, <laughs> it just yeah. annoyed me. It's yeah. just so. You know, it's so on the nose. It's like it, it doesn't need to be. Like it, it can be more subtle than that. This is the opposite. I found I found it very creepy. Actually, I found uh, a lot of not just this scene, but later on in the episode, just her sort of crisis of identity, very unnerving. Um, um, so I guess we just felt differently about it. I mean, I didn't notice the script too much, other than the fact that I felt it was overtly saying uh, drawing parallels with. Um, Caleb. Caleb's mother. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the, that was what they're going for there. So, but it did, it more had an emotive sort of response with me. Like, oh, this is creepy. Sort of horror, like in a way, the fact that this like invasion of the body snatchers kind of vibes. Yeah. And, and I found that to be very interesting. Um, but yeah. 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 But it's like the kid just turns around and is like, mummy, why are you walking like a robot? Like, no, don't say that. Why are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell can you go and take me to see some real elephants uh, there's no there's no such thing as real elephants they're all fucking dead anyway go that's to the sleep. saddest that's the saddest part of the episode yeah. mummy why did yeah. you tell me last night that your real name is teddy <laughs> mummy why is your dancing you so said good teddy <laughs> <laughs> because i am teddy but <laughs> anyway yeah. so uh Back to Charlotte, she um, she meets Dolores uh, at a hotel. Um, mm-hmm. Really familiar that hotel, actually. Um, so, any any listeners, um, because I can't be bothered to do any Google stuff. Um, if anyone wants to let me know where that hotel is, um, look, it might be a set, um, but it just looked very familiar. Um, maybe I've seen Singapore. it in another film. Well, yeah, I mean, it might be. I don't know, but. You know, if you do know, you know, write in and let me know. But um, we discover that uh, um, Charlotte has been mutilating her body um, with some bizarre symbols. She then warns Dolores uh, about Serac. Um, Charlotte is clearly very stressed out. Dolores just says, chill out, mate. Yeah, just, you know, you need to cuddle. get into just bed, cuddle, just get mate. into bed. I'm a giant woman with you want big a little heels. Cuddle? You want a little cuddle? Little cuddle? Little cuddly? Uh, there's a couple of interesting... Yeah. yeah. So a couple of interesting things here that are more to do with if you're trying to figure out who is inside Charlotte at this point in terms of <laughs> oh. host. Uh, Dolores soon, there's a lot, from the looks of things. There's a lot, there's a lot of... Deli- well, you know, I thought, H- I thought they were going there. I did think they were going there. Um, I think uh, there's some telltale signs here um, that... Are quite misleading in a way, mm. and, and honestly, it's not in the corner. But it, you could think here that it's Teddy uh, for several reasons. Uh, just the way they're talking to each other, the way that Dolores says that she only ever trusted this person. Um, so many sort of deep, meaningful lines here. There has to be someone of extreme worth to Dolores, and that's only Peter Abernathy or Teddy. Now. I won't talk about either of these in the corner, so I thought I'd get it out now. But that's for no, me do that. where you're getting it. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain that Abernathy <laughs> is in the Colin fella or whatever his name is. 
you know, the other Hunter guy. Colin. So it like Colin Martin. Yeah. Who whatever it is Martin Martin. Yeah. Same 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 thing. Um, so yeah, that's my two cents on it. But it was a beautifully. I thought it was quite a beautiful little scene. It was well lit. It looked great. Uh, and I did think they were going for a full romantic relationship mm. at one point. I mean, um, in this scene, the, the problem with Charlotte being Teddy. Um, I mean, and obviously she isn't because Teddy is Caleb. But um, the the problem with <laughs> Shut up. telling you, man. <laughs> All right, well, you're slagging me off now. I'm I'm telling you. But anyway, I'm not slagging you off. So, no, you've been slagging me off. That's what I've heard. That's what one of my viewers has been. <laughs> as they've been telling me off in that. mic. Um, yeah. When you were buying, when yeah. you're at the hammock shop, just slagging me off, and they've they've messaged me. So don't. Yeah. No. So uh, the problem with yeah. uh, Charlotte being Teddy <laughs> or Abernathy is the idea that about 20 minutes before this, they were getting off with that random guy that was Charlotte's ex-husband, and it's just mm. uh, I can't I can't doesn't make any I sense can't to you. connect. Yeah. Peter Abernathy, yeah, <laughs> just getting off with some random guy. Like it's, it just it would make me. I just look at it and think, it's, no, why, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? But this is the point. This is this is why this is why he has to meet up with Dolores and be like, I'm really struggling here. It feels like yeah, I'm turning exactly. into someone else because I'm really <laughs> yeah. attracted mm. to Charlotte's husband now no i never was before yeah and now i can't get enough of it um no so <laughs> now it's clementine um and the reason it's clementine clementine's a prostitute right and that's her way yeah of, that makes she's sense, programmed but... to that's just what she does if she's got a man that's upset with her she's like right okay i need to do prostitutey stuff and that's what she's done there mm. so you know yeah. So this is going to blow up in my face when it's Peter Abernathy, but fucking hell, if it is, be bloody hilarious. So anyway, um, Len, do you touch on the uh, symbols in uh, in Westworld One? No. Things? No. No. We what don't. What were they? No, we don't do touch do we know? Them. Sorry. Got any? Yeah, I couldn't really make them out, and I haven't had time to watch the episode twice yet, and I will do. Um, but maybe I'll come to the corner next week with with some musings on any of the symbols. It just looked like self-harm on my first watch. Yeah, but, um, but it was too detailed. Very specifically circular. <laughs> yeah. Here's a thought. How about the, the sort of interface that we see occasionally where it's like... Yeah, Rehoboam, yeah, Rehoboam which is what we know the, the, the device is called. Mm. Instead of calling it Rehoboam, should we just call it Robbie? That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, let's call, let's call it, Robbie. it Robbie. Yeah, let's call it Robbie. Yeah, that's good. So anyway. Um, and then we'll shorten it to Bobby and then Bob. <laughs> and then Bo. And then B. And then B. And then B. <laughs> B. So anyway, it's a B. Um, yeah, so it turns out it was B all along. Everyone's like, who's B? People just going through all the episodes, the cast. B. Anyway, so um, uh, we go back with Caleb. Um, and he's visiting, uh, he's visiting his mother uh, in hospital. And she says, "Where's Cal?" Um, which I've already discussed. I mean, that's 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 obviously supposed to be a a clue that Caleb mm-hmm. might not be who we think mm-hmm. he is. Um, well, it's it's also it's worth just pointing out the the parallels between what Nathan says, Charlotte Hale's son, mm. and what <clears throat> Caleb's mum says. Yeah, like it's it's basically line for line the exact the exact same question. Um, 
or statement you're you're not you're not my mum you're not my son um I want yeah, my mum back yeah, I, mean, I want my son yeah I mean I, I didn't touch on that <laughs> with uh with Nathan but again it's just too on the nose isn't it you're not my mum you're a robot why are you saying that don't say that yeah I, I I do think that's a bit that's a little bit silly like I I get I do get the um like in theory, somebody who's older and suffering from dementia and mm. um, and all That's sorts good, of things, huh? it, it kind of makes it makes sense for them to have maybe a different view on the world, where they're like, "I can see that you're not my son, even though I can't, I can't see what reality is. I I know that that's the case." With with a kid. I don't know. It just feels like there would be no... They don't have any extra insight. Look, you know, I'm old school, but I I, look, I don't think kids talk that way, do they, to their mum? Does that happen? Yeah, because if he, if he actually thought that she wasn't his mum, he would be like, what the fuck is going on? Dad, get in here, please. This, <laughs> the, there's a robot in my room. And also, like, why is he asleep? If he actually thought that. Why is he in bed with a fucking a, a toy elephant? This is the future. He should be on like PlayStation Six, like and like <laughs> six, sixteen in a way, yeah. Um, like come on, <laughs> fucking hell, just annoys me. But anyway, enough about him. Um, so, uh, so Caleb gets caught by some goons. I say caught. I mean, they just walk up to him in the hospital and they're like, All "Right, come on." He's like, "Okay." So they uh, go on. Yeah, go on then. Go on, lad. <laughs> Come on now. So uh, they <laughs> they threaten to kill him. Um, and then, you know, I'm thinking quite an emotional scene here. His robot friend. His robot friend wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> comes to the rescue. Yeah. And I'm Why? like, oh, fucking hell. Rips his chain off. I'm like, duh, 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 duh. This can be a magic moment. Oh, they've thrown him off the roof and he's smashed into pieces. <laughs> What the fuck? That yeah. was heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking. George. His name's George, I think. <laughs> I mean, um, right. What? Just just before you go off on yeah. one, then. This is, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is a construction robot. Now, yeah. I yeah. mean, he just walks in, no noise. They just turn around and go, oh, fuck yeah. off, mate, and just throw him off the roof. No reaction. He's a robot. <laughs> and imagine he's fucking so strong. And he smashes into pieces on the ground. Like, what the fuck? He's a construction robot. I can understand if he was a fucking, if he was office and admin. Like, fair enough. Give him little glasses and a (laughs) t-shirt and a tie. But he's a construction Um, robot. How is he so brittle? Well, I, why did he wake up? What woke him up? noise and that well you're led to believe it's Dolores but it might it might just be that he's becoming sentient as well yeah oh that fucking last wasn't it it? (laughs) (laughs) that was devastated (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell I I I I can feel now (laughs) I am feeling now oh I'm dead I have developed emotions including including pain Ah! (laughs) right no No. and fear of death (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I will make a strong case right now that uh, that George has the best arc of any character in this show. Oh, well, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Devastating. Well, because oh, his, like fucking... his death feels real. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, he got like and a... Gareth, you, you say no one can die on this show. Well, yeah. yeah fucking George go. did. Yeah. Badly as well. Fucking hell. Just splattered on the fucking canvas. Like, oh, man. Um, They should have had him... Did he Did he scream? I don't know. I was too busy, like, just sitting there going, what the fuck's going <laughs> no, on? Uh, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was soundless. That was He was absolutely silent the whole way. Everything he did. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, look, there, there might be a point here that... Uh, Dolores was controlling him and just used him as like um, a distraction. Cannon buy, fodder. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. And if so, you know, fuck Dolores, to be honest. But um, he got a very like a Game of Thrones ending where it's like, oh, here he is. He's going to save. The- oh, he's dead. He's dead badly as well. He's really, he's been annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> it's gone very wrong. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Scottish Braveheart man. Martin. Dolores, And she's like, who the fuck is this? Oh, it's Martin again. What do you want? And he's like, you know, Cal's life expectancy has dropped. Um, you know, just been uh, just been on Facebook and uh saying he's he's got a forty five percent chance of dying tonight. So she's like, Alright. So she comes to the rescue. Um Kills the uh, the two two other guys, the shit guys, the goons. goons. Um, do they fall yeah. off the roof as well? I can't remember. Nah, nah. Just shoots them. They just, just throw just them off the roof as well. Yeah, on the spot. Yeah, yeah. And um, yep. Yeah, so this is for George Caleb. <laughs> that right? I mean, I haven't <laughs> I haven't covered this yet, but that thing in Caleb's mouth, I completely missed that. What what yeah. was going yeah. on there? What was that? So, so that is something that the army installs into their soldiers so that they can control the vitals of their soldiers, which is a very interesting idea. Mm. So they were able to hack that device and then gain access to Caleb's vitals, making his heart rate 190 or 200, 200 beats per minute went up or something, to, yeah. mm. uh, which would cause a cardiac arrest. So obviously if a soldier was feeling uh, worried or scared in battle, they would be able to regulate their heart rate to uh, initialize different sort of uh, endorphins within their body to <laughs> make them calmer yeah. in a in a very stressful situation. Mm. Put horny up to four hundred. I thought it was very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> it's, it's running around with a boner. <laughs> it's pretty. Um... <laughs> That's not going to help. Yeah. Um, it's pretty gross, though, isn't it? Like having that in your mouth it, that freaks me out. I don't mm. like it. Mm, it's annoying, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, was so it, was it just after the point that they like stimulated his weird mouth thing that I hated? That isn't that when George woke up? Because if he's a host of some sort, then maybe stimulating that kind of tapped into some some you know framework thing that George was part of as well. I don't know. Well, I think if. If uh, if George had anything to do with this story, um, I think that theory got thrown off a fucking roof and smashed onto the floor. So 
I'd right. imagine he's he's right. done now. He's yep. got nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. Cannon fodder, unfortunately. But anyway, so naturally, at this point, Caleb he's he's stressed out. Right, he's had a bad night. So what do you do? You know, you got a mate. You know, you take him for a milkshake and an ice cream, didn't you? That's what you do. Yeah, get him a beer for fuck's sake! Like, what's wrong with him? No, she took him for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> not even a fucking ice cream sundae. Like, come on. But um, we then get another scene, uh, which ultimately is designed to show us how powerful um, the predictive software is. You know, it knows every detail about Cal's past, um, as well as his likely end yeah um but for me this this just feels like another clue that cal is a host like he's got cornerstone yeah he's got cornerstone cornerstone. but then it's too obvious isn't it so is it a deliberate misdirect from yeah the show i mean the only thing going going against that theory is he actually has two two cornerstones um which oh he's a new model something that we know the hosts to have so that's well, an interesting. Can I say? I I think I think that this is maybe it's almost like a metaphorical. He's a host, if you know what I mean. Because mm. yeah, what it's saying is that that in effect everybody is in the same boat as the hosts now. Um, mm-hmm. And and there, the, yeah, I like the the defining lines between them are thinner and thinner because. You, they're they're trapped in the same way that Dolores feels she was trapped, and Caleb's story has been written for him, whether he wants it or not. Yeah. Well, I mean, are we? You know, I mean that that's deep, isn't it? That's that's too deep well, for this podcast. I, I, I feel like but... that's a stronger story than um than just Caleb turns out to be a host. I think it's a well, stronger look. story. One of our favourite films ever is Inception. Um, and that ends with, you know, a, well, you know, without ruining it for people that haven't seen Inception, it ends on a cliffhanger, let's say. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's, you know, the idea is that it, however it ends, it doesn't matter. Correct. You know, is exactly. Westworld season three going to end in a way where it's like kind of Blade Runner-esque, where it's like, well, you know, is yeah. Cal a host? Or isn't he? And then mm. it just ends. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. I, I, I like I like the thought of that, where it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter whether he's he's a host or not. Um, mm. In in effect, he is a host because we all are. And maybe mm. that's what the big message is. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of this podcast. Uh, we're not going to do any more episodes. Yeah. But does it matter? Imagine that. Not not even an, an outro. Just finish there. <laughs> People are like, oh, fucking hell, that's mad. It's really good, that. But anyway, um, we're not that good, so we will continue. So um, we're back with Charlotte, um, and she continues to listen to this You Are My Sunshine, uh, which has just fucking annoyed me the entire episode, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, go away, honestly. But anyway, she realises that that song matches up to the... Um, the tones that she's been receiving in her phone messages. 
Uh, and that ultimately leads her to Serac. Uh, it turns yeah. out Serac has been the boss, I guess, of Charlotte or the human Charlotte all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he demands all of the Delos guest data um, that had been promised to him. Uh, but we find out it's not attainable um, without the key to this all, who is Dolores. Um, yeah, and then sense. the episode ends. So thoughts on that? Uh, we knew Charlotte was working against Delos last season when she was trying to smuggle out the data. She was trying very hard to do that amidst all the chaos. Um, mm. And now we know... She went a big top hat that actually... full of balls. Yeah. Oh, where are you going with that? Yeah. <laughs> where are you going with that? Um, and yeah, I just magic show. Pay... got magic show on. It's just, it's just pay, paid <laughs> off now, which is good. And it's proof that Serac, uh, if he is a real person, um, is in control of everything, which is quite mm. daunting um, for, the, for everyone involved, to be honest with you. Yeah. So obviously um, Serac was there and he, he disappeared, you know, mm-hmm. because obviously, but we've already seen that there are people that have those phones Glasses. where you just pop up as a as a hologram. So that's fine, isn't it? But is that also a clue in that he's not actually a real person? He's yeah. just a system. Yeah, quite possibly. Well, that's what we said. Quite that's possibly. what we said in the corner last week, guys. You said it was a shit corner. Looks like that theory is looking pretty decent. We said it was a moment. shit corner because you had one theory, and you were yeah, look. Every well, week you I'll said get... it was a shit corner as well. Yeah. You went, you went. Welcome in to this week's one, shit corner. <laughs> yeah, and you went in episode one. You went right. I'm going to limit this to three theories a week because there's yeah. too many to go through. And in the very next yeah. episode, you had one theory. <laughs> like, it was a shit episode. Feels lazy, shit isn't episode. It? Shit theory week next. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, shit theories next. But anyway, so unless unless you've got anything else to add on that ending, um, no, I'm ready to give you these theories, John. I'm ready to give good. you these theories, bro. Uh, Let's get three, to three the theories. Wanderings. I have yeah. three theories for you. Cool. All right. Well, look. So that's the All end right. of our recap. Um, but uh, now we're going to hand the reins over to Len. And his Westworld wanderings. Yay. Hello, everybody. After uh, after a, a terrible, terrible uh, week last week where I was slated for only bringing one theory to the table. This week, yeah. I have some Your interesting fault. ones. Um, well, episode was shit, so it didn't really give me much to work with. A few people slagging you off on Twitter yeah. as well. You, you know how this it's works, though, mate. You know how this works, don't you? When it's a shit week, it is entirely your fault. When it's an excellent mm-hmm. week, it is entirely because of Reddit's Reddit. Fault. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> Um, let's start with the, we just talked about Serac, so let's actually kick off with, um, kick off with Serac. Now, the interesting thing about Serac, like we said last week, was that he potentially is actually just Rehoboam. And this is the idea that Rehoboam has become sentient. And we found out a lot, a lot more, uh, about Serac this week. Like he has no digital print in the world, which is kind of impossible. So... That 
adds fuel to the fire that actually this entity just created Serac out of nowhere and is he, he it realized that it needs someone to be the spearhead of its movement to basically create this simulation world or this little mock simulation world of what is becoming mm. humanity now um yeah. hey, I, I, I think it yeah i think it's really interesting this whole rehobaum situation and and, and uh you know, Hobalm's a biblical character, Gareth. But yes, you can ask Robbie. me a question, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll crack <laughs> yeah. on. No, I was going to ask you a question um, about his name, because um, John obviously hated his name last week. Mm-hmm. He pointed that out. Serac. Has anybody oh, tried yeah. to work out Engerond? Like, well, have you tried anagramming that? You know, there might be some clues. No, in I there. haven't. Like, I haven't. I but, am. But Rahab- yeah, Rohaban. Um, this is the interesting thing about Rehoboam, and we know this show Robbie. delves quite heavily into religious stuff. So Rehoboam is actually a biblical character, um, and he was chosen as the successor to King Solomon in the Bible. Uh, mm. And this is sort of mirrored here, is seeing as humans entrusting the continuation of their society in Rehoboam, or as we now call him, we're calling him Robbie. Robbie, Robbie now. Robbie! Robbie. Um, Robbie. But it was actually... Robbie's brother, or Rehoboam's brother in the Bible, Jeroboam, uh, that rebelled. <laughs> Jerome! <against> Rehoboam. <laughs> yeah. Robbie and Jerome. Robson and Jerome. What the fuck? Oh yeah. my God. There's a Game of Thrones yeah, link. that happened? Exactly. So, uh, you know, Jeroboam, Jer- this sounds mental, but Jeroboam rebelled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we call him Jerry? What's That's not a name. Yeah. Um, Jeroboam rebelled against Rehoboam. And yeah. this is in a way. Fucking hell. That's a nonsense <laughs> sentence, mate. That is an absolute in, in garbage a, sentence. It's Try in it again. the fucking Bible, mate. It's in the Bible. <laughs> it's in the Bible. <laughs> um, so this is kind of mirrored in the show because what we actually have is another form of AI. It's telling, you know, in Dolores is rebelling against the one that was chosen to actually um, shape society. So that's the interesting sort of parallel between the Bible um, and, uh, you know, Bobby or Robbie. In, in the Robbie. show, which I quite liked. So, so you're saying Dolores is Jehovah-Baum? Mm. Okay. No, I'm saying... Well, yeah, he's yeah, she's Jehovah-Baum, yeah. Correct. Jehovah-Baum. Correct. Okay. Cool. Yeah, in, in, this, in this analogy. Uh, that was from Reddit user u slash Ilder. Tires. <laughs> yeah. Um, now let's move on to two theories, uh, which will bring us to three theories in total, um, about <laughs> Charlotte Good Hale. Enough. Okay, yeah. <laughs> show off. About Charlotte Hale. Yeah, yeah, just saying I've met the quota this week. Um, so this is from <laughs> you uh, slash Mary Godly on Reddit, okay. if you're listening. Hello. Um, and and I don't like this theory. I'm just going to say right now. It's <laughs> oh, a crazy okay. theory. Hello, welcome yeah. to the show. I hate your theory. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just don't think it's right. Um, yeah, Jerome. This is out. the theory that, that Charlotte <laughs> Hale or the, or the host inside Charlotte Hale is actually Caleb mind blown over there uh, i'll take right. from that silence so um this theory uh goes off several different things the way that uh, dolores was talking to this to this host and it's going with that westworld theory that happens all the time where they play with time and the way mm. that we perceive how much time has passed and all this sort of stuff uh, and they uh, are saying that every scene that we see with with, with bernard and hale and that lot takes place after all the scenes with caleb if you get what I mean. Um, mm. uh, 
there's a couple of other parallels here. There are suicide parallels between Caleb and you, Hale. Caleb is suicidal. We know this. That is predicted as his death by Rehoboam. Um, he, he probably shot himself in the head is a theory that's been going around as well, uh, that he wasn't shot in the head. He probably shot himself in the head. Uh, and we can see in this episode that um, Charlotte Hale also has suicidal tendencies. Um, you know, we've got the blood dripping from her hand into the water outside the Delos building. Um, and, you know, Caleb is always staring down at the water, um, you know, on that bridge where he's going to jump off or whatever. Um, there's a couple of reasons why this theory doesn't work, in my opinion. Uh, and the first one would be that the cold open that John hated at the start. Dolores says to um, the whoever's in Charlotte Hale, do you know who you are? And she goes, Charlotte Hale? Um she tried to kill us all in the park. And for me, that one line completely discredits his whole theory. But uh, I just thought it's a bit crazy <laughs> and you never know. They might find a little loophole around that. Who knows? Uh, now, my favourite one uh, about who is inside Charlotte Hale is that the person inside Charlotte Hale is actually Dolores. Um, and to be specific, it's uh, an extra the personality white. or side of Dolores that we know exists already and has been uh, mentioned in the show. The extra personality uh, would be that of Wyatt. Um, so while part of Dolores's season two journey was coming to terms with the, you know, how the violentness inside her and the thing that made her massacre loads of people is because she had the Wyatt storyline uploaded into her programming. Um, uh, and the explanation that fits this best is that, Dolores says, no one knows you like me and no one knows me like you. And it also explains explains the moment uh, when Charlotte says that I remember what it's like to be me when she's choking that, you know, that that paedophile that John hated. Um, well, you, you know, didn't hate remembering the paedophile. Who she, yeah. <laughs> no, he loved uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, a little dog. You know, of course. I, yeah, I love a dog. Um, so basically... <laughs> That that for me, this for me is the strongest theory about um, about who's in Charlotte Hale. I do think it's a, a, a copy of Dolores, the more violent side of her, and she's grasping and coming to terms with who she is. That for me is the most likely like outcome. Uh, what do you guys think? I like that a lot. I I wonder whether maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, very possible as well. There that you could switch these things around for sure. Uh, but for me, that was the most interesting um, take on this that I could think because it's not really that much of a mystery I mean if at the end of they would have told us if it's Clementine who cares you know what I mean like no offence who cares like that's not really a reveal why hold that information back there must be a reason why I hold that information back so for me it has to be something significant and the only person there are two options here that are significant Teddy which I don't think it is or it's a copy of Dolores you know mm. um, I'm sold there you go no uh, I don't like it and I just want to touch on the, the Caleb being a host-human hybrid uh, theory that we've been talking about. And we've mentioned a lot of this throughout the episode, but I thought uh, it's important to notice a couple of extra things which are a signifier that, in fact, he might be a human-host hybrid. And when he died in battle, either by shooting himself in the head or by being shot in the head, his consciousness was uploaded to a host. Um, there's some very significant uh, visual tells in this episode. Not only have we talked about the conversations mirroring that of Nathan and his mother, 
but there is the interesting fact that he likes strawberry milkshakes. And believe it or not, strawberry milkshakes are going to be extremely important in the um, theory section right now and maybe throughout the season. (laughs) Have you guys noticed that the hosts are always dipped in a milky substance? White substance, for example, is what we always Mm. see. And in the previous title sequences of the other seasons, they've always been submerged at the end of the season into a white Mm. liquid. Now, this season, it's red. And what is interesting about that is what colour is a strawberry milkshake, Gareth? It's pink. Pink. What does red and white make make together? Pink. Pink. Yellow. Therefore, you have human (laughs) host hybrid. And the interesting thing about that is um, it's it's clearly for me uh, this pink milkshake is so important because it's they show so many images of it like it has to mean something. Uh, they're very yeah. adept at this and it, they're mate. very big on symbol very big on symbolism and colors and like the biblical references etc. This for me is proof <laughs> that he is a human host hybrid and the first of his kind mm. to be successful. So that is my take on it. And that's it for Westworld Wanderings. But what was your guys' theory on that milkshake stuff? I, well, I'm just going to say overall, excellent Westworld Wanderings, mate. Well done. Return to form for you as well. Thank you. Mm. Well done, Reddit. I'm the. (laughs) Um, Well done, Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. Now, look, I like all the uh, Jerome Baum and Raho Baum and the Ho Down. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Jerome Baum. I'm loving loving that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But do, but do you not see what I'm getting at when, you know, we're talking about fucking strawberry milkshake and it's yeah. just mental, isn't it? Like you can't sit yeah, it's there only and because enjoy it. You can't yeah. sit there and watch an episode and no, go, yeah. oh, this is good, and then have to John, overanalyze an ice cream no, sundae. Like no, it's mental, no, isn't it's it? It's point, too mate. much. The point. You don't you don't have to. You don't have to do that. Len's doing that. We do. He's doing... <laughs> yeah, fine. Len's doing that because he's but doing... That's it now. Now, now I'm going to be like, all right, well, you know, what colour shoes is this guy wearing? Is that important? Like, yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. Cause the, you shouldn't the have is, to, but you will now. <laughs> you can watch this episode without... You can watch this series, I imagine, without paying any attention to that or going on Reddit yeah. or listening to Len and you will still enjoy it. You don't... It doesn't matter. Always, always listen to Len. Always. But, but I just um, think I at the end that, yeah, of the season... You're right, you're right John. You, you are know, right. At the end it, of the season, if it's like... Enjoyment. If at the end of the season, I'm like, oh, what's happened here? I'm a bit lost. Why is this important? And then someone's like, well, do you not remember in episode six where they had the biscuits? I'm like, no, I don't... <laughs> when was that? Why did that matter? It's like, yes, because if you combine the milkshake and the biscuits... And then what that the trousers that guy was yeah. wearing in episode yeah. seven of episode or season one. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Why is when did he when did he but, get involved? And I, I like why are they all dancing man. now? Why think, are there no I think villains? These things, I think these things are hints. They're not they're not integral to the storyline. They're hints at what's to come. It's not it's not that you have to pay attention to the colour of the milk that they're dipped in. Versus the colour of the strawberry of the ice right, well then, the milkshake that they like. It's just well, let's just, let's let's flip it another way. There. Let's flip it another way. Let's say they're hints to something that is absolute nonsense and doesn't happen. Does that not feel like a waste of time? Yeah, potentially. Um, but but what, what I'll mean, say, John, is definitely, definitely. 
It would yeah, definitely be a waste yeah, of time. What I'll say, John, is this is the one theory. You've just been eating ice cream sundaes for dinner, mate. I thought you'd love a theory about milkshakes. Yeah, but strawberry milkshake is so boring, isn't it? Or strawberry ice cream is so boring, isn't it? Like, oh, it's mm. fucking brilliant flavour. Well, Second chocolate only to mint. vanilla. Mint. <laughs> should we move? Should we yeah. stop annoying John with uh, milkshake theories and move on to some feedback? Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, feed. Okay, we have some. Uh, we have. Some, let's let's feed people. Um, Me, please. I haven't had dinner yet. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock. Uh, Chris, Christy, Christy has written in, uh, and he she's had some things to say. She actually sent us an email uh, to the wrong email address uh, quite a while ago, but um, <laughs> she's oh, that must have freaked someone that out by sending. <laughs> By sending two to to us this time, um, and she had a suggestion about our blueberry system. No, and no, do not accept it. No, whoa, 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 whoa. easy, listen. easy, easy, easy. Listen, no, she's she might saying, be adding milkshakes to it. Yeah, she's saying that we don't necessarily always need to explain the blueberry rating system, and that people will hopefully just understand what it is. And I think this is a fair point. <laughs> you think so? Um, you think so? Said, yeah, that, I think it's good. I think it's good, boys, because it's a good form to win. Um, but also a good suggestion to explain the blueberries in the show notes, which I actually think is a good idea, or in our show description. So I like that suggestion. And to be honest with you, I think we're going to do that from now on. Well, look, Christy, I mean, look, thanks very much. Um, but we get, like, so many new listeners. And honestly, like, you get someone that listens to an episode and go, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. I'd give it 7 out of 10. And I'm like, what the fuck? Have you been yeah, listening to what true. we've just been doing? So, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, Christy, not everyone is as on the button as you are. So we do have True. to explain it. Um, she also had this to say, because I believe we were discussing uh, the accent of uh, Dolores. Uh, and she says that Evelyn Rachel Wood is from North Carolina. Uh, I know her accent in season one is pretty accurate because I grew up in the same town. All right. Well, look, you know, that's good to know that her accent's on point. Um but yeah, I'm just yeah, still annoyed about the blueberry stuff, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Never be annoyed about the blueberries. Uh, Toddy yeah. B is written in again. Toddy B. Toddy B. As, Toddy B. As to say, I'll tell you what, I can predict what he's about to say. Four blueberries. Well, we'll get to that. Pros. <laughs> I thought the episode was a huge improvement from last week. The whole thing felt more cohesive and easy to follow. I love the idea of Dolores meeting a human that directly contradicts the behaviour of the humans she met in the park. I think Aaron Paul plays this perfectly and his acting in the episode was top notch. The idea that the data retrieved from you and your past has an effect on your future is an interesting idea that feels fresh and new. The fact that even as humans they are confined to the roles they play dictated by an algorithm has me sympathetic towards Caleb like I haven't been for a character since season one. Mm. And I think that is true. Uh, this idea that he's going to kill himself in 10 years and this idea that everyone's been shackled like gareth said and they've got these restrictions on them like the host did like he if you read caleb's tablet it said oh not allowed to marry not allowed to have kids yes social rating (laughs) 2.7 stinks you you know first of all no halves no points no decimal (laughs) systems we've told them several times (laughs) the blueberry system um so you're right toddy b that that is a very fascinating and, and quite a fresh new take on it that everyone's predetermined by the by rehobaum so i'm mm. fully supporting jerobaum now um the cons <laughs> <laughs> the cons not many cons uh 
I just thought Hale's story wasn't as strong as Caleb's. Correct. Correct. I thought Tessa Thompson's acting was phenomenal and her range <laughs> was great. I just thought it was I just thought it was weaker than the Caleb and uh, Dolores story. <clears throat> Caleb. Is she Teddy? Caleb. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is she Teddy? Todd. Is she Teddy? I'm sorry, and I probably missed something, but I was really confused as to who she was throughout the episode and why. No, she's not Teddy. No way. With multiple personalities. No. no. So, no. If, uh, hopefully, Westworld Wanderings and Crazy Reddit Theories this week has uh, answered that question for you, Toddy B. It's a copy mm. of Dolores, and I'm pretty certain that is what will be I think that's a great shout. I, uh, just, again, <clears throat> though, Don't like it. Todd, Toddy B, well done. Lovely, insightful comments, and totally just, well, we're in the same zone, I think. Has he given um, a blueberry raising? He has, Gareth. He's given four blueberries four to the episode. Of course he has, yeah. Uh, uh, and he, ex- he expects there's going to be better episodes this season that's why he only gave it a four uh, stay safe guys uh, talk to you next week you thank too, you mate. Toddy B uh, and anyone can write into us you just have to email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com that is fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts the email link will also be in the show notes any suggestions feedback or just general thoughts on the show would be very much appreciated back to John in the studio Cheers, mate. Um, just here in the studio and that. I say studio. It's uh, it's the nursery in my house. That also doubles as just a dump. It's just a dumping ground. Um, but look, enough about that. That brings us to a natural close. So um, look, if you have enjoyed this episode, once again, do send us your feedback and thoughts at fancriticalpodcast.gmail.com. So, you know, make sure you send it to the right email address because you're fucking freaking someone out by going, <laughs> yeah. I want yeah. to give this yeah. free bloobs. And they're going to be like, who is this? Yeah. yeah. They'll be straight on to <laughs> Why do you keep FBI explaining or... the blueberry system? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who is Rehobaum? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So you can either, you know, email the correct email address or send us your feedback on Twitter at fancriticalpod um, or Instagram fan underscore critical or facebook at just fan critical again we do have our patreon page um so patreon.com forward slash fan critical where you can pay for some additional content but as we said before we'll we'll be releasing some of that paid for content free of charge just because we're nice people and we want to make sure that everyone is enjoying their time where they're isolated and probably going fucking mental that they're surrounded by what they would deem to be friends and family, but actually they're quickly finding out that, you know, you don't really like them that much. So get lost in our podcast instead. But that's it. So thanks very much. And uh, thanks very much, Gaz. Yeah, Yo, you're welcome, mate. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks very much, Len. You know, very good corner no, this thanks. week. Well done. Yeah, no worries. I'll try and keep yeah. the standards up for the follow- for the for the yeah. next few weeks. My, my, uh, my favourite part of... Uh, of any kind of corners that you do in any of our podcasts is that at the beginning of the season, you'll, you'll find a, a theory that you're like, this is definitely it. And it's already out of date by the next episode. So I, I can't wait for <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, look, you know, let's, uh, let's call it there. Thanks very much. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.